Hi, hello, welcome back to Best Self Radio. I am your host, Haley James. Thank you so much for joining me for another week on the podcast. I'm pumped for today, you guys. I find this is really the time of year that I come alive. If you are watching on video, I love to put up clips on my Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. So if you're seeing me over there, you see I have a Christmas cup up, all right, out. It's that time of year and I love the fall too. So anything like September through January, guys, I'm just here for, I'm here for it all. I actually love the cold. I love the crisp feeling in the air. I love obviously all like the family and the food and just the get togethers that come with this time of year. And honestly, the energy for me, like I know a lot of the time people say that more in like spring and summer. And yes, there's a little bit of that, but for me, it really, it really is this. I was telling a coworker yesterday at the gym and I was saying that I was like, I come alive in the fall and I really feel that way. And if you are following me over on Instagram, I've definitely had a few people being commenting on saying like really loving your content and like what you're saying and how you're showing up. And it is different. And there is people that are feeling that difference with the way that I'm showing up and the energy that I'm bringing forth. And I'm glad that that's felt because I feel that. And what I want to share with you guys today, I'm going to as you know, to kind of take you through a little bit of my week, what's been going on, some things that have been helping me be the best version of myself. But I also really want to focus this episode on how you can, some of the things that you could start doing tomorrow or even, you know, later today, whenever you're listening to this, that will start shifting your needle in the direction that you want to go and have you have those times where you wake up and you're like it just feels different like it's just coming together it's working out and then also again like those tools that we can rely on when stuff's not working out right when stuff feels really hard and feels stagnant and stuck or you're just continuing to hit roadblocks and that's one of the hugest reasons why I personally love health and fitness especially like the gym and working out because there's so many parallels with it, right? And I'm going to talk today a lot about where, you know, when you are putting in so much work, right? So again, using that example, like putting in so much work, so much effort at the gym, showing up most days, right? Like, you know, five, six days a week, putting in the reps, right? The physical reps and maybe not seeing anything, any change, any results for weeks at a time. And then all of a sudden one day you either look in the mirror and you're like, wow, I see the muscle popping through or I, you know, I see my body composition changing, see me getting leaner, more toned, more ripped, what shredded, whatever it is. Or it's like you pick up the weight and you're like, wow, I just rode 30 pounds. Like I remember the day I was doing 15, right? And even though we're making those small incremental changes potentially throughout the week and like our weight um, or throughout the month, you know, in our, in the weight that we're lifting there's just sometimes we're going through those motions and we're not like aware of like that 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 reality of like you started at 10 pounds and now you're at 30 holy shit right and we can really brush past how amazing that is and so i want to talk about you know that in relation again to health and fitness but in every aspect of our lives 
And when we're going through it, we're in the trenches, we're putting in the reps and it feels like nothing's working, nothing's happening, nothing's changing, but it is, right? Because then you have that one day where you wake up and you've dropped on the scale or you're able to lift the weight you've been wanting to lift forever. You signed the client, right? You've made the deal. You've been able to bought the house. You've got pregnant, like whatever that goal is for you, whatever you're searching or you're chasing, like all the reps you're putting in on a daily basis, it's working, it's paying off, but you're not going to see that if you give up on that goal, right? Which is what's happened so much time, what I've done so much in my life, but what I refuse to do now, right? And which is kind of really has shifted with me in the last few months. So we're going to chat about that today, you guys, but I just, um, again, like we're going to be kind of talking about my, my week, but also that in, you know, in, um, relation because they're very tied together, but I will at the end, you know, the last part of the episodes, as I always do, you guys leave you more of these tangible takeaways that like you can apply and some of the things that I do, or I wish I did, you know, sooner to not have to kind of go through the struggle so much. So lots of fun today. I'm really excited to take you guys through this episode. Oh, it just feels so good. So different to drink out of a Christmas cup. I love it. I would love if you guys share this or go and like comment on my Instagram if you're a Christmas person like me and you're stoked about this. I know I hear so many people are like, November is way too early, like chill. And then some people are so, so on board with me. So I would love to know what, what, what a camp you are in. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, this week I'm going to share, you guys know two major things are kind of happening in my life. So one is my gut health hormone journey right now. So this week was definitely better, although I did start my cycle on Monday, which we've been very regular with our cycle. And I actually want to post and chat about this on my Instagram. I was talking about it with my clients as well last week is that you can have a normal cycle, but still have problems with your hormones, right? I still have some imbalances, still have things going on with estrogen detox, still have things going on in your gut health, but have a normal period. AK meaning like you get a period every 28 to 32 days. Um, you know, it's not super painful. It's not super heavy or super irregular or anything like that. Like you can have these, you know, quote unquote normal cycles, but still have things off that is problematic with your hormones. And it could come out, you know, unfortunately in something like a miscarriage or something like, you know, trying to get pregnant and not being able to, or it could be something like in how our skin is, if you're breaking out, or if you feel like you have dull hair, like there can be different things, signs and symptoms of this. It's not just your cycle. So I just wanted to share that because this is something I talked again with a client about this week. And it's one of those things that a lot of the time we think, okay, if I have my cycle, like I'm healthy, right? Like the female kind of vital sign, it's healthy, like we're good, but there can still be things wrong with it. And so anyway, when I started, I know personally that my hormones are a bit out of balance. Um, that I have a definitely an imbalance. I have actually over estrogen and progesterone right now. And I know the reason of that is actually a, a root in, rooted in my gut, which is why I'm really focusing on that first. And then I will kind of see how my symptoms of hormone um, imbalance my cycle is, and then, you know, I'll address it if needed. But a lot of the time, if we can clear up what's going on with our gut, supporting our liver, those kinds of things, we can get, um, you know, a kind of rebalance in our hormones. So I'm gonna focus on that first and see how we're at. But anyway, this cycle, I'm not sure if it's because of doing so much work on my gut health, 
that I, um, you know, am kind of like clearing things out, like detoxing. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of wanting to look a little bit more into it, but also kind of just trusting that that is what it is. Like it's not something that's like shifted in my hormones and my cycle, but it's just transient. Like it's just happening now because of I'm doing quite a lot to clear this H. pylori as far as antifungals and like antifungal foods. And my body is definitely going through it this month. So I felt that in my cycle a bit, like just, I'm on like day three now and it's still quite heavy bleed and a little bit of, not like, I wouldn't say cramping, like it's nothing that stops me from doing my daily life, but like I feel a bit of discomfort and like, you know, bloating or like just distension. Like it's not really even bloating. It's just kind of normal period things that you guys, you probably understand if you're a woman, but it's just definitely heightened for me and more clotting than I'm used to. Like clots aren't really something we want to see very much at all, like very minimal in our, um, in our period. So this is definitely a way more than I'm comfortable with and definitely way more than I've ever had in my cycle. So just something again, like being aware of it. So I'm just like, okay, I want to monitor that. I record my symptoms and then we'll see what next cycle kind of brings us. And if next cycle is same thing, then I will take more of an aggressive approach to, to do something about that. But right now, again, since I'm only a few, well, I guess almost maybe a month now into my H. pylori detoxification um, that I was talking about the last few podcasts. So make sure you go back and listen if you haven't, if you're kind of wanting to know more about that. But I am, you know, trying to get a a healthy balance of that bacteria, H. pylori. And so I'm on some antifungals right now. I'm really, 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 really blasting my liver, meaning like supporting it a lot with liver supportive foods and um, supporting my bile, my um, digestive enzymes, my stomach acid, and just like really doing a big gut overhaul in, in uh, the name of getting rid of this H. pylori. This week is definitely better. Like I had less symptoms, which is good because they should like these kind of die off symptoms should actually go away within a week. Mine lasted a bit longer, but I'm happy now that I I'm not seeing much of it. There was like a little around my cycle again, but I think that was more hormonal than this. So just again, keeping it recorded as you guys, I, you, you know, I talk all the time, like record it and then go back and, you know, see next cycle. That's kind of idea. So that's good. I'm excited. Like I'm happy about that. It's been really good. Like throughout October, I didn't drink because of this. Like you're not really going to be drinking on antifungals, like especially because like for me, it's just not worth it. Like I'm not at a stage in my life where I need to be drinking. Um, And especially if I'm trying to do this, I want to just do everything I can to support my body. Like when we're supporting our liver, like why would I drink? Um, So I'm not drinking right now and I love it. Like I'm honestly like so happy. And I made a little um, boomerang yesterday of like, I'm in my, you know, digestive health over wine era. And I really, really feel that like I've have zero desire for it. Whereas in the past, I feel like when I was either, you know, until like, you know, intentionally going off of it for gut health reasons or just like wanting to do that, um, just for a little kind of challenge for myself. I always was like craving it. And I just don't at all right now. I'm again, I'm not saying like this is an ever thing. I'm just kind of listening to my body, honestly. Like, as I said, I don't want to be on them right now, but you know, I'm going to kind of see what happens in December. Like if I do kind of want some wine or champagne or anything around the holidays, I'll have it. 
And if not, then I won't, you know, I'm just kind of listening to that. So that's been really cool. Like kind of thing that I hasn't been focused on, but it's been happening. And I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. And then the other part of my journey right now, healing journey is my freaking back. <laughs> this one still brings me quite a bit of frustration, but again, like I'm always grateful for these things I go through. I know it makes me a better um, coach and trainer and practitioner, like always, right? So I'm grateful to be the guinea pig for a lot of these things. And I'm so thankful to have the team that I do at Unda Movement. I'm gonna link them actually here if you are local and you're listening to this podcast. I really believe like he is, you know, forming something really special there for wellness and movement and just like the health of the physical body. So I love that I live right above that and that um, I'm able to, to get that support and it's really been amazing. So he's definitely been helping, but it's still, it's still something that causes me quite a lot of pain and discomfort on a daily. And it's kind of a feeling of sciatica, as I think I mentioned. And yeah, we're just doing lots of different movements. We're finding out some weak points of me and, you know, I'm strength training regularly now four times a week, which is awesome. It's very dialed back. And I'm actually going to post about that today where it's just like that setback is that, you know, is that you know, slingshot forward, right? And if we're able to really think of it that way, we're gonna benefit it from that way. But if we're just like, oh, this sucks, like I hate this, like I used to be so much better, like we're really dwelling on the past instead of allowing this to make us stronger and better going forward, then that's the reality we're gonna create for ourselves, right? So for me, it is a daily practice because my default is getting very frustrated about it, very angry, <laughs> um, that is just my nature, but Again, being intentional about it, practicing it, I'm finding myself very like looking at the positive sides of it, right? Seeing like, wow, like I had really weak adductors, like now I'm strengthening them. Now I'm making them more bulletproof. Like I wanna do multiple high rocks, like I wanna run longer races, like I wanna, you know, have certain goals in my fitness where I just wasn't really able to have for a little while because I was always in a bit of chronic pain, but I just was kind of sweeping under the rug, right? So I'm really grateful for it. It challenges me on a daily basis, you guys. It really, really does. Like if anyone out there is dealing with an injury or any kind of setback, like it's it's really humbling and it really it really like it really makes you thankful for obviously like what you have and what you can do. So that's just how I'm feeling with that. And again, like I'm just so dedicated to the rehab. Like I'm I don't miss a day. Like I won't miss a day. Like why would I? Like I want to heal, I want to do this, this and that. Like why would I miss a day of things that I want to do? And we're going to get into that kind of how that we can shift those mindsets and build those habits for you guys today because this is just transformational. Like to have that mindset, it's just going to change your life as it as it's changing mine. So that's a recap, you guys. I think I want to dive right into the episode because there is so many, um, so many overlaps with what we're going to talk about. So I don't want to kind of talk more about me without giving you guys also things to take home with you today. So we're going to combine both of these things and chat a little bit about how I've really shifted and how you guys can too. So over the past few months, you guys, I have been doing things. I was just, I took things back to the way I used to do things when I was first starting a health and fitness journey. And that's why I want to share with you guys today, because if you're new or if maybe you're like me, where you have certain habits that are 
now so automatic that you don't have to think about them, right? Like drinking enough water, not hitting snooze, getting enough sleep, um, moving my body every single day, eating enough protein and nutrients. Like these things are automatic to me. Now, a lot of those things I just mentioned, you may be like, um, I'm not doing any of those. That's fine. It doesn't matter what you're doing or what you're not. It's just, if you have certain habits that have become automatic to you, you can kind of get complacent in other areas because life's pretty good now, right? And life is, you know, you're like, you've mastered the things that once were so daunting and once were the big hurdles that you wanted to leap over and you wanted to build that habit, right? Like maybe you always wanted to be someone who was going to the gym five days a week and now you do. So it's like you reached it, right? Like you kind of reached the top of this mountain that you were climbing for so long, like falling on and off different fitness, you know, trends and bandwagons. And now finally, like you go to the gym five days a week, like you did it, but now what? And then that's where we can get complacent, right? Because we haven't built like another step, another goal for ourselves, or we don't really know, we don't have something big driving us and motivating us and pushing us. We've reached, we've reached that goal, right? And I was in that position. And so I find like what I'm gonna say today is no matter if you have built some of these really healthy habits or you're at square one, or maybe you built some of these healthy habits, then you fell off and so now you're feeling at square one, or you have some healthy habits and you're wanting to add others, no matter where you are in your journey and your journey for change and growth and personal development and health and fitness, this is gonna be beneficial because that's what I found you guys. Like in September, I came back from visiting my mom, just such a wonderful restorative week. And I came back and I was feeling really depressed, really bluesy. And this is something that, you know, I definitely through high school, a little bit of middle school into my early 20s, I really suffered with depression. I wasn't like clinically diagnosed, but I mean, there were days that I wouldn't leave my room, wouldn't get out of bed. So I'm pretty sure that qualifies. Um, you know, there were dark times for me, for sure. And I wasn't nearly back to that in, in September, but I really, again, sometimes it is that like vacation blues and you know, if people know me on a personal note, you may know a little bit more why coming back from PI was really hard for me. <laughs> but uh, those who don't, you guys will have to wait a little while. But for me, it was like, I just was like, I'm so stuck and stagnant. And I felt, I felt really like kind of trapped, which is so much of the time what happens with depression or anxiety is like we're trapped in our own mind, right? Of feeling stuck where we are. And we almost feel like, how do I get out of this, right? Like, how do I change this? And we can feel like everything is like closing in around us or, you know, whatever those feelings were. And so for me, I was like, hey, like, what would, like, what did I do when I was 20, right? What did I do when I was restarting my life when I was 26, right? Like when I got out of my, you know, long-term relationship, when I left that apartment, you know, left that whole life, you know, moved back in with my mom, my gut health was like absolutely in the trenches didn't have a period, like I was in and out of the hospital with the chronic infections. What did you do, Haley? You took, you put one step, right? One foot in front of the other to get yourself back up. So that's what I did again. Like I hadn't allowed myself to get, maybe get that far down, but I still felt like there was a lot happening. Like, as I said, like my back, 
my um, H. pylori, like my gut health, my hormones, my weight, like we're gonna talk about that a little bit as well in the end of the part of this web episode, my weight, like my body composition, how I looked, um, even like my skin, like I was breaking out more. Um, I just was like, I'm not the epitome of health. Like I'm not even, I almost felt again like that imposter syndrome too, because I'm a health and fitness coach, but I'm like, who, who is, who should listen to me? Like I'm, I'm not even holding up my end of the bargain. And even though I was, but again, like, especially when you're in this position where you're the health and fitness coach, like you feel like you need to be perfect all the time. And I'm sure no matter what industry you're in, you feel that pressure too at times. And so that's how I felt in September, early September when I got back from the vacation. So what did I do? I took one foot in front of the other, you guys. I wasn't reading at this time either. I'd stopped meditating, journalizing, visualizing my, you know, vision for myself. Like I stopped doing, I hadn't been doing all of those things. And so instead of being like, okay, like I've got to heal my back, heal my gut, um, you know, start meeting, start meditating, like all lose weight, like blah, 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 right? Like ah, rocket, rocket fire of so many things that have to be done now. I was like, what can I do, right? What is my control today? And I started just making these little micro shifts, you guys, right? One of the biggest ones for me was going to see this chiropractor, Dr. Don at UNDA, right? Like going there because I knew I needed external help, right? And some of these things, you guys, are gonna be where you need to go hire the mentor. You need to go hire the coach. You need to go to the functional medicine practitioner. You need to go get the trainer. You need to go to the chiropractor. Like you need to go and get that support. You need to go and get that plan, that accountability. Like some of these things, I really truly believe them if they're in your availability financially to do so, right? And if it's that important to you, that's the other thing, right? Like I don't have benefits right now, you guys. Going to the Cairo every week or every other week getting some sort of body care, it's not, that's not like comfortable for me financially right now. Like I don't like necessarily love spending almost $500 a month on that kind of stuff, right? $300, $500. But I know long-term it's worth it to me, right? So I will make sacrifices in my life in other ways. I will train another client. I will get another coaching client. Like I will make it happen because it's important to me and I know what I'm investing is changing my life long-term and is challenging me and growing me, right? So again, it's those things is like, is asking yourself how important this is to you and making it happen. And again, there's other ways, but one of the things I really do believe a lot of the time is getting someone. And it doesn't always need to be someone who's charging $100, $200 an hour. It could be the group program, right? It could be getting the resources from, you know, YouTube or, you know, Google, right? We do have so many things right now, watching TikToks on it. Like there's other ways, of course, but if that's available to you, that is going to hold you the most accountable. And that is going to give you a little bit more of those quicker results because you have an expert in your corner, right? So that was one thing that I knew that I needed to do. And there was something just about this place that called to me. I was like, this is where I need to go. I've been to a lot. Uh, there's a lot of amazing people out there. They've helped me in certain areas, but I needed something. I needed something. I have a special case and I needed someone who who could help me. And I, I truly believe I have found that. So that's one thing that I did and I highly suggest you do as well is get someone to see your blind spots too, right? Get someone to see what you're not seeing and then get someone that can keep you accountable. So for me, obviously an investment, right? So I now it's like, okay, if I don't do my homework and my exercises every single day, I'm gonna go back in there 
next week or two weeks from now. And okay, I'm not maybe wasting money, but I'm not investing in that money in the best way because I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. So now we're kind of starting over again, right? Versus if I do the exercises every single day, what we said, what we're said together, then I know that, you know, even though, even though maybe it doesn't get better, maybe we don't progress forward that week or that, you know, next week, I know I've done everything I possibly can to move that needle forward, right? So that's, that's really big about, you know, putting your skin, putting the skin in the game, right? Investing in yourself, in that mentor, in that coach, in that bodywork professional, like someone who can see your blind spots, hold you accountable and keep you, keep your skin in the game right? Really bet on like bet on yourself with that skin in the game with money invested, like whatever it is for you that needs to like keep you keep you really and not invested in that. So that's number one thing that I did that was very helpful for me to start moving the needle forward. Because with that, then I had the confidence of, okay, like I'm doing that. I'm doing my rehab exercises. Even if I'm not getting in the gym and doing a full strength training workout, I'm getting in the gym. I'm doing those rehab exercises for 20 minutes. And then you know, that started like, okay, then I'm going to get on the bike for another 10 minutes, right? I'm going to jog for 10 minutes. I'm going to add in some, you know, some other light exercises with that, right? And that, you know, was about two weeks of that. And then by the third week, I was like, okay, I'm going to start adding in three strength training days. And then by the fourth week, I was like, I'm going to add another. And I kind of want to add another, but we're again, I need to really be listening to my body. So that's one thing I'm really doing, as I just was mentioning with the cycle, right? I'm checking in with myself on a daily basis. How am I, how am I, how is my body recovering from this new stimuli that I'm putting it under because of coming, you know, back from, from a bad injury. And mine was a chronic injury like that developed over time, but then like reached a peak where it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't just push past it anymore, which is what my body does have to do to me. It has to kind of hit me over the head for me to slow down. I'm sure I'm speaking to some of you out there. So that was, that was one thing that I'm doing now is like, Yes, okay. I would love to be going a bit harder in the gym. I would love to be going a bit more. I, the gym is one of my happy places, right? But I'm listening to my body and I'm seeing what my tissue can t- tolerate, right? Which is obviously a super smart thing as a trainer. I should be doing that always, but we're not always our best best students. And that's why, again, getting that mentor that can hold you accountable for that. So, or getting that buddy, right? Like it doesn't have to be someone you pay, but like getting someone to keep you accountable. And that's why I built the membership. That's one of the huge reasons why I built the membership to, for you to be able to invest, put some skin in the game, not break the wallet, do it. Even if it's not something that's like available to you right now, financially to hire a one-on-one coach, but you can get in a membership. You can get in around people that are going through the same thing with you. You can get your eyes in front of me where I can keep you accountable for things. Right? So that was super huge for me. And that was how I kind of started that. So now I'm doing four times a week. Um, full body strength training and I'm doing some sort of running or biking for cardio four times a week so I would love to be running four times a week but it does seem like that's a little too too much for my my body to tolerate right now we're kind of working on my ankle my foot how that's involved um, within my low back and how that's involved also with the pain I get from running so we're working on that so I'm running as I can and then if I'm not feeling up, I'll do some kind of cross training, which is, you know, on the, on the bike, which is really low impact. And I'm just slowly building that up, right? As my tissues allow it, as my body allows it, 
And even if you're maybe not injured, this is such a great way to accustomize yourself to going to the gym, right? If that is one of the habits you're wanting to build. Don't just go six days a week, right? We hear this all the time with New Year's resolutions, but like, are we actually applying this, right? Go three times at first, right? Or as I said, like, just go in, do a few glute bridges, a plank, and then see what goes from there, right? Like, I see this so much too with people being like, oh, I don't have the time, or, um, you know, if something happens in their day where their schedule gets screwed up, so they can't do their hour workout, they just don't do any movement. No, like go for a 20 minute walk, do a, t- do a minute plank, like do something, anything, right? That's moving and keeping you on that schedule, on that, on that routine for you to feel accomplished, right? Because even if you don't get in your f- 360 minute workouts, you got in a workout every single day, even maybe if it was 10, 20 minutes, you got it in, you can check that off. You can feel proud and confident. And that's what's so important with habits as well is building up that self-confidence, building up that self-worth, building up that self-discipline and that belief that you can do it and the feeling of knowing that or like and that knowing that you are worthy enough for reaching your goals. So that was one thing. That's number two, you guys, is going like going slowly, right? Like adding it in, seeing how where your body's responding, or like if it's not maybe an injury thing or something like that. Like doing three sessions, be accountable for that for a few weeks. Do four sessions, be accountable for that. Actually, be consistent with that. Get that done. Be proud of yourself. Celebrate that, and then move on from there. So that was the number two. That's the number sec- the number second thing I did. Number second, <laughs> second thing I did. And then from there, like we're, you know, we're taking care of one aspect and this could be anything like maybe you start with the getting in 30 grams of protein in the morning for your breakfast, right? Maybe that's where you start. Maybe that was something you were struggling with. That then is going to, that good habit is going to compound and build, right? It's like that snowball effect, right? We're going into the next one. So it doesn't have to be necessarily the same the same way that I was doing it, but just focusing on one, then another, then another, then another, then another, and it grows, right? So for me, it was like more of that back, the fitness, because if I'm not working out and I'm not doing those things, having that active outlet, bad stuff's gonna happen. So I knew that like that was a freaking focus, like that was a priority. And then the second thing for me was the gut health. So once I got my GI map test back, I said, okay, like, Stomach acid, digestive, like the start of the digestive tract. This is obviously where I need to start because I've been doing a digestive health series over on Instagram, you guys. Make sure you're either following me over there, subscribe to my email list. I send out reminders um, in there to when the videos are going live and where you can watch them on the replay. But we're doing a digestive health because actually October was my digestive health focus in my body restore, um, the hormone, nine month hormone program. And I was just getting so many, so many like light bulb moments, so many questions, so many comments, like all that stuff around that in that program. I was like, okay, more people need to hear this. Like I need to bring some of this stuff out into the public. So I started the live series, you guys. So definitely jump on that if you're, if you're curious or want more information about this. So when I was doing 
or sorry, when I got my GI map back and I realized, okay, it's H. pylori, that's stomach acid, that's like digestive function from the top down. If that's not happening, my food is being, you know, um, undigested, it's moving into my um, small intestine, large intestine, that's gonna create havoc in all different kinds of ways, might develop some um, nutrient deficiencies. I absolutely know it's contributing to my estrogen and progesterone ratios. So that was focus number one, right? So even though I know there's some work I need to do hormonally, even though there's some work I wanna do on my weight, even though there's some other work I wanna do, I know that that's foundational. And I, I can't do the other work if I don't clear that up. And that if I don't shift lifestyle. So this is where something like this, right? So for me, it was like H. pylori. For someone else, it could be some medical condition where you like need to lose weight or you need to be, you know, strength training because you're, you know, on the, on the verge of osteopenia and like, you know what I mean? Like, or you're, you know, pre-diabetic. So you need to be doing something there with your blood sugar balance and, and losing some weight or working out. Like that's that, that's that initial, that initial, um, um, initial news that is going to move that needle, needle, needle forward, right? Sometimes we don't have that kind of external thing where it's like, you need to deal with this now. So we need to be a little bit more intrinsically uh, motivated about that and have that decision of why we want to do that. And any time though, that we are looking to shift habits, there's gonna be a why. There's gonna be a deep-seated why that gets at the emotions. You just might need to do a little bit more digging in some cases versus others. And that's kind of another podcast, but I might touch on that a little bit as we go as well. But for me, it was like, okay, like, if I want to do these other things that are a little bit more fun, a little bit more exciting, I have to do this first, right? So that's when, okay, order the supplements, get on a protocol. Obviously I'm grateful. I am, you know, versed in this. So I didn't have to hire someone else. I didn't have to hire a mentor. Like I could do this myself, which is again, why, you know, I offer so many group programs and memberships and obviously my one-on-one services to have something for everyone to come and get the support they need because this stuff is really, really important. You guys, this stuff is so foundational. If we don't have a healthy digestive system, starting from that top down with that stomach acid, there'll be ability to be able to digest the food we're actually eating and absorb it and eliminate it effectively. We're not really able to do much else as far as our health, okay? Like we might get somewhere, but we're gonna slide back most likely, right? And unfortunately, H. pylori is like, I just was hearing this research um, that it's over 50% in North America that people have H. pylori. So it's pretty serious, like epidemic um, that we have that's not talked about. So I needed to clear that up. So we're on the antifungals, we're on the program for that. Obviously, as I said, like no drinking, fine. You know, no processed food, again, fine. Or not no processed food, but like, we're just really trying to clear that up. Whole foods, lots of fiber fine easy for me like again that might stuff be harder for you depending on where you're on your habit sh shift but if it's if you've dug into that really deep reason of why you want to do this it's not going to be hard and I, actually we will get to that at the end because this is what keeps us sticking to our habits and have those habits be non-negotiables for us so for me though I, I you know those things were kind of already routine for me i was able to um do those fine just it was just more of getting on the herbs and then the big one Big one for me is digestive enzymes and apple cider vinegar before each meal. So I can really notice you guys now if I don't do that. So that's what's really cool about being consistent with something for a long time. You notice when you don't do it, but you have to get over that hump of doing it three, five, seven days is usually kind of like, I feel in like, especially nutrition and fitness, like 
even if we just do something for three days, like I know it sounds crazy, but I was telling to this to my fitness client last night, zero out your macros for three days in a row. Like hit your protein, hit your carbs, hit your fat, hit your fibers for three days in a row, zero it out in just three days you're gonna shift so much of how you feel. Like you're gonna be so much more focused on doing that. You're not gonna be as hungry, right? You're not gonna feel you're in a diet, right? You're not gonna be as hungry. It's not gonna feel as annoying. It's gonna feel more routine. I honestly swear like three days, like maybe seven if you're you know, needing that. But honestly, I see three days and I see it with my clients too. But getting us to that three days consistency, I'm not going to lie. It can be challenging. So anyway, that's just saying that, you know, doing something for a consistent amount of time, seeing the difference, feeling the difference. And then again, that helps so much with being like, well, of course, like, why wouldn't I do this? Of course, I'm going to do this. Of course, I want to feel great. Of course, I want to not be burping and belching and have diarrhea and, you know, whatever else. Like, okay, that's my that's my example inside. Look at my life. Um, but that's my example, right? Like my H. pylori was quite high. My, you know, I really needed support digestively. So it's like doing those small things has really been helping me. Also making sure I'm chewing my food, sitting and eating my food for like 20 minutes in a stress-free environment. And then just working on my stress in general. So those are the two big things for me, for my gut health, that it's been a change, right? Like some of them might be for others. For me, it was really that. And then just stress management in general. So this has been huge. And we know, or most of us know at this point, stress is not just this physical thing anymore, right? It's also our perception of the stress and of the situation. So I'm going to use this as an example because this was happening for me today. Because stress management and stress control is something that is foundational for so many of our health problems and things that we're trying to achieve. And when I talk to a new client, if they're not willing to shift lifestyle and set boundaries and shift the way that they are managing and dealing with stress, I am not going to get very far with that client. And I may or may not work with them, kind of depending on what we're working towards, but it may not make sense to unless they're willing to do those things, right? Because it's so foundational. Because again, with the H. pylori, like if we're, yes, okay, if we're taking our enzymes, we're chewing our food, like we're supporting our liver, like we're supporting these functions, that's of course, that's gonna help. But if we're not shifting the stress that we have in our lives and the perception of the stress, it's gonna be really quite challenging to make a change in the health long-term. So shifting our perception of our stress is huge, you guys. And this is where the mindset works come in, comes in. And this is when I was, again, I was talking to a client yesterday or the other day. Um, we talk a lot about mindset and stress management in my work, line of work, because of how foundational it was. I knew like for me personally, like I wasn't making it past a certain point in my health and fitness until I really started to look at this about three, three four years ago now. So this was kind of that, I guess, third, when we on third now? Yeah, third piece of the puzzle for me. So again, like I knew because of H. pylori and just because of everything that was going on in my life, like stress management and the perception of stress and the perception of myself, I needed to hone back in on that. I'd done a lot of work in that in the past, but I'd let it slide. So I needed to zone back in on that. And I needed to make sure that I was like, I'm going to use this as an example today. 
Okay, so I'm a personal trainer is what I do as part of my work. Personal trainer obviously depends on that person being in the room with them, you training it, like I don't do virtual, so in-person training, that you train them, you get the money for that, la-di-da, right? <laughs> so I've had quite a lot of sickness this week, last week as well, or the week before, like the fall always, right? People's immune systems, like that's a whole nother conversation. Let's let's pump up those immune systems, people, and let's decrease that stress a little because we'll be a lot less sick. But I know sometimes it's not avoidable. We have kids and schools and all this, but immune system support and de-stress, we'd, we'd help each other out a lot. But anyway, I had a lot of people being sick. And back in the day, I would allow that to affect me. Now, there's two things to this, right? Obviously, sometimes if someone cancels like within a certain time frame, like I can charge them for it. If someone's like sick or their kid's like dying, like, like oh, not dying, sorry, that was intense. Like going to need to go to the hospital. Like, listen, like I'm a human, like you're a human. Like I'm not, it is what it is, right? And I know I could obviously be harder um, on, on the cancellation policy and things like that. But I play it by ear too. Like if that client is a good client and I know like this is out of their hands, but the thing is, it's not just one, like most of the time, it's like three to five cancellations that happen in a week when like one cancels and then other weeks are like totally full. And if you're a trainer, I know you totally get it. Like this always happens. So, and then sometimes they do cancel within like the 24 hours and like obviously there's nothing you can do, but you're still not getting paid, right? So of course this can cause you stress because of a financial reason. This can also cause you stress because of, um, because of you know your schedule like maybe not everyone but for me like i'm a very scheduled person i like to have a schedule and so like when that changed and like everything shifts i can get a little stressed and anxious about it i used to be able to and the same thing would happen financially now this one's a bit more real right because that's that's real right like if the few sessions a week are canceled that can be a few hundred bucks at the end of the month right like if that happens every single week or even depending on what you get paid right per, per client so that can be quite stressful on your life. And I used to let this affect me. And two things I shifted about that. One, I don't allow my income anymore to be dictated by my clients, right? I have other streams of income that are, doesn't matter if a person gets sick, doesn't matter if I'm not in person with them. Like there's a, so many things could go wrong and I'm still gonna get paid, right? So that was one thing that I did because I knew that if I didn't do that, I would have this continued level of stress. And this might not be something you can do right away, but again, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about of you being proactive in your life, right? And you really being that participant and you looking at, okay, like this is happening. I need to set this boundary. I need to shift my life this way, shift my lifestyle this way so that I don't have this stress in my life. So that's what I've done, right? That's what I've done with that. So that now when a client cancels, I'm that in, in their time frame, right? Or again, if it's something that's like unforeseen, like a kid, you know, gets injured, they need to go to the hospital, their partner needs to go to the hospital, like whatever it is, right? Like life happens. When that happens now, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Which of course like I was before, but it was also like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, but like fuck, like what am I gonna do for money, right? Or like, oh my God, I need to book another client. Like there was just stress around it, right? Now there's no stress around it. Now I'm like, I'm so sorry, like that sucks. Like, is there, you know, if it's not a sickness, if it's just that, like, okay, like, is there another time that works in my schedule 
not in theirs, but in my schedule that we can fill that in. Or if it is more of a sickness, like, okay, let me know when you're feeling better. We'll schedule it in your next session. Oh my God, now I have two hours to work on, you know, Haley James Fitness, right? To work on other aspects of my business. Now I have an extra 30 minutes to take Dolly to the park for a walk. Now I have an extra 20 minutes to clean my apartment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't have the financial stress anymore because I've created other streams of income in ways that I don't need to be in person. It's not an exchange of energy like that. I can allow something like that to happen that used to cause me stress to now cause me joy because I am not dependent on that in that way, right? This thing also for me, like the way I'm shifting, the way I work and the way I, you know, way I do things, that also, whenever that happens to me, it's a reminder for me to keep working at the way that I wanna build my business, right? Because yeah, it really sucks to be totally at the mercy of other people's lives, right? Just gonna say it. So that is one way that as an example for you guys in building your life, setting the boundaries and shifting the way things are so that you're not as stressed in your life and you have a lot more control out of it than you think you just need to look at for it and there was lots of times in my life you guys that i felt complete victim to that and i would get so stressed and so upset and i would cry and i would get angry and i wouldn't know what i was going to do and i would just sit there i wouldn't be proactive right i was a victim to my circumstance and there are so many people out there. I might be speaking right at you right now. And girl, if I am, don't worry. I've been there too. And that doesn't have to be your reality anymore, right? You can choose to shift that at any time. You can choose to get out of victimhood, get into the driver's seat and control your circumstance. So that is, I guess that was number three, right? Is really that stress management and being in the driver's seat of your life, right? Like really being hard on yourself with these things, right? Taking a hard look at that. And again, that kind of comes back to my first thing, what I was seeing is like, once we've reached a goal, we can come, we can become quite complacent. And I really have found, I had found that myself too, like in July, I was like, I'm really being really complacent. There's stuff I want to do in my life, but I'm not doing it. And the other thing I said, I hired the body coach. I did also hire a business mentor as well, because again, I was saying like, I'm being complacent in this. Like I need, I need help with that. I'm not going to go back into that one, but that's another thing. Again, like anything in your life that you're needing to be fucking pushed. Like sometimes we do need that. And again, financially, that's not the most comfortable thing for me to do, but I know it's worth it. And like, it already has, like I've already paid that off. Right. So um, that was number three, you guys, is really being in control of your life, like really getting out of that victimhood and you control the circumstances. Okay. Right now, again, I can't control if a client cancels, but I can control my, how I perceive that, how I, believe, how I think about that and what that, what that makes me, how that makes me feel right. Like I'm not, I'm not at the mercy of their, their control or of the power of my external circumstances. I get to control that. Right. So that's number three. That was really like how I, you know, again, continue to shift my energy around that and my boundaries. And then number four was again, like builds on that. Right. So now I can, I control that stress. I control my lifestyle a lot more. I control how I'm doing things. 
So now it's like, for me, there's, you know, I go to bed at a certain time. I wake up at a certain time. I read before I go to bed. I don't scroll. I don't watch an extra episode of a show even because I want to with Ben, but no, it's bedtime, right? Because I know that that's going to impact my morning. That's going to impact my energy. That's going to impact the work that I'm able to get done. That's going to impact my income. That's going to impact my impact. And that's going to impact my vision and the direction that I'm taking my business and myself and my family and all of that. Right? So I don't like, those are the things I'm saying we need to, you need to get clear on. Right? And then it's like, I'm going to read because the smartest, best, furthest along people in the world read. So I got a Kindle because I wasn't reading. And I said, I need some new tool. I got a Kindle and I've read five books in three weeks. Okay, so, and I've, and I've carved out this time. But this didn't start in August when I was feeling drowned in it, right? This started beginning of October when I had built in those other things that I talked about. And then the last thing that last week I started doing was meditating and journaling again and visualizing where I'm going. So now this part is so huge, as I said too, when I want to stay up and actually watch an extra episode, right? What do I think about? If I stay up and watch an extra episode, I'm going to go to bed half an hour, 45 minutes later. I'm going to get less sleep. I'm going to be a little more cranky in the morning. I am not going to be as productive. I'm not going to have as much energy output. I'm, that's going to come across in my content and talking to my clients. That's going to be less um, people signing up, less people renewing, blah, 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 less income coming in, less impact, and less and you know, set me back from reaching my goal. Some people just say it's one, you know, just an episode is just 30 minutes. Those aren't the people I'm talking to, right? Those aren't my people. And those aren't the people that I wanna be in the same room as, right? So this is the other thing for me is, listen, I love and adore certain people in my life that may not be as, as, as driven as me. That's not, not anything against them. It's not anything saying that I'm better, they're worse, never, ever, ever, ever. Like I, like I would never think that way. It's just we're different, right? In the way that we believe and the way we think and the what we're striving for. So for me, like I, it's not that I like necessarily limit my time. It's just like, is that going to be beneficial to me? Yes or no? And then I make my choice on that. And, you know, I think like that can come across harsh, but again, I think people that, get it, get it. Like, I think that if you're in that position and that's what you want to do, you understand that. And I've been listening to one mentor who just like speaks to my soul because that's what she says. Like, it's just like, I'm done with not being all of me. And that's really what I want to end this with is like, I'm done not being all of me, you guys on here, on social, in my family. And I've always been all my, all in my family, but in my friend groups, I'm done with not being all of me. And if that rubs the wrong way with people, that's okay, right? Then there's not your people. And if it brings in more people in alignment, amazing, right? Which it most likely will. And for me, like, again, I've always been this way with my boyfriend, I've always, or fiance, I've always been this way with my family and certain friends, but there's a lot of people where I haven't been that way. But I'm just done with that, you know? Just like over that part of my life. And yeah, I'm excited to just really go all in, all in on me, all in on Haley James Fitness. And it's exciting. It's a really exciting time. So that is it, you guys. That wraps it up. Those are my tips 
for starting a new habit, getting out of your rut with habit, like getting out of your ruts, um, really recommitting to your habits, to your goals, whatever else, like whatever you're wanting to achieve in your life. Those are the things that I did earlier this fall that have helped me and things that I definitely did at the beginning of my health and fitness journey and that I'm kind of recommitted to some of those things this year. And I think also just that that last little part of of making sure like it's not that we are always needing to be you know chasing a new goal like personally I do like that's my personality but maybe it's not yours but it's just making sure we're not stagnant right in life because like there's just so much to do and create and see and be and we don't want to look back with regret right so I think just a lot of that of like you know looking to looking to now what do we want to achieve and just really believing that like whatever we want is possible for us right we just have to apply it right we have to put the energy there we have to work towards it we have to get out of our own way a lot of the time and we have to just continue to recommit ourselves and that's why like the morning you know practice is so powerful especially like you know reading journaling meditating really getting yourself in that in that in that body visualizing that mindset working towards something that is bigger than you um and that is pushing you forward in in every way so that's really exciting you guys i hope that that lands with some of you i hope that you're here along the journey with me it's going to be similar but also again just fuller more of me and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to bring you guys along with that. I think I'll save next week's episode for a little bit more about the body composition, my weight and things like that, because I'm excited. That's the next thing that I've kind of added on, but this episode is almost an hour already. So it's a long one for me. I like to keep it a little shorter. So we're going to wrap it up here. You guys, if you have felt called throughout this episode to be supported with a mentor, I am here for you so much like mindset work is something I do a lot in my practice because it's so huge for health and fitness and us reaching our goals. So I have a lot of different opportunities for you guys from the Find Your Flow membership to one-on-one, all in, let's send it for the rest of the year, one-on-one coaching. Whatever is calling out to you guys, please connect with me in the DMs. I would love to hear from you, chat with you, and see how I can um, support you with your goals. I love you so much. I will talk to you guys next week.